This is Unclaimed Bands, show 150. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight uh, joining me via Skype is Monsoon. Welcome, sir. Greetings, man. Welcome. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you for uh, for joining me here, uh, taking time out of your business schedule. I really appreciate it. Um, before we jump into everything and stuff like that, why don't we give people uh, a song so they understand what you're working on and what you're doing. Uh, what are we going to let them hear first? I'll uh, do my diva first. All right, let's spin it. It's fight for equal rights and justice for everyone. Hopefully for nation. Madiba! Mandela! The name keep on and on and on and on from this generation to the next one. And the next one. I'm a white. Well, I'm a true believer with the great Madiba. Mandela! We still agree with Griever from the dear Elivia. Mandela! Yes, I'm a true
the right of one human being For the African nation in my mood than a dream Some never answer nor understand me Digging the song, man. I really enjoyed listening to that and the other song you sent over. Uh, can you can you give us a little bit about that song? Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, that song is basically about um, Mandela and all the tribulations that you've been through, you know, just to get, you know, the equal rights and justice for everyone. So when I was a little child, in, when I was a um, teenager in Jamaica, you know, it, was, it, it came on a visit. And so, you know, it was kind of an inspiration for me from there, you know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. You so so okay. He came to a visit there, and you got to see him. That's that's great. Yeah. Very very cool. Uh, you know, I, I wow. Hey, if I, if I know that we dig a little bit deeper on that, but uh, well, how did how did that how did that how did that affect you? How did that inspire you? It, I mean, you know, it it was very impressive to me because the way um you know my fellow Jamaicans receive him and um you know the things they've been through, you know what I'm saying, and it, it was real for me as a as a youth growing up. So it kind of leave an inspiration that, you know, I got the opportunity to do something or to, to, you know, do a record about it. So, you know, that's why I just, I, I did that song, Madiba. Nice. Um, you started with music at an early age, okay? What are, what are your earliest musical memories? I would say probably between 9 and 10. Because, um, you know, growing up in, in Jamaica, you know, my family had a sound system. They just um, returned from England. And... Uh, Growing up with my brothers and sisters, I was the only one who could really know how to turn that sound system on when they when they go on to work. So uh, when they at work, they be hear the sound system playing, and I'm the one turning it on and singing and <laughs> and doing all kind of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, see, okay, so you're the musical one in the family then? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, now, when when you were that, you know, from that time when you started working with with the sound system and all that. When did you know you wanted to be a musician? Was there any any particular time when you said, "Yeah, this is what I want to do"? Uh, when I won my first DJ competition in my community, um, probably I was like sixteen or seventeen, and um, I won so much money at that age, man. When when they when they when I won that money, I was like, "Yes, this is what I want to do." Because <laughs> that money was so much for me. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, another <know> feeling. <laughs> Definitely, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so you know, growing up in Jamaica. You know, how how has um, reggae music influenced your life? It, it's a part of it. it, it the culture itself is like going up on reggae music, you know what I mean? Every day you get up, is just reggae, reggae music, a different kind of music. But, you know, the, the way it inspires you and the things that, you know, you can relate to in, in your community is, is an inspiration to me to, like, a person singing a song about something that is happening then and there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's like a daily living to you as you growing up. You see all the things they're singing about, and all the things you you you, you, you hear the records or the radios on the radio playing. Up, you know, it's happening in your community. 
So, you know, you can relate to it and, you know, it's like you're living the life of a music, of music. I, I mean, I've always felt that uh, reggae music in, in content, lyrically and, and all that, it really does speak more about a community, community um, uh, I want to say um, community message, community vibe, as well as being entertaining, but it, it really has something to say. Most and definitely. I, I think a lot of people um, who don't don't appreciate it don't really understand that it's just exactly. not... Exactly. You know... That, that, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that's the way I've, I've always felt about it. And, you know, I think, I think uh, unfortunately, a lot of people's... Um, a lot of people who don't know... Their, their knowledge of uh, reggae music begins and ends with uh, Bob or Ziggy Marley, and that's that's about it. You know? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's kind of right. sad, <laughs> to be quite It's kind of sad, because there's so many great reggae artists out there, man. There's so many conscious, good, roots reggae artists out there. It's, it's unbelievable. And a lot of them are, are not discovered it as yet. So, you know, you just, they just have to keep doing what they're doing and keep pushing and believing. What do you, what do you think is the... I mean, not, not in your case, but... Well, maybe in your case. Okay, so when when you started, you know, have, playing your music here in the United States and all that, uh, you know, uh, in the states, I should say, what what did were there any 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 obstacles that you had to overcome to get people interested into it that made sure, not be mean, already in reggae in, in, in reggae? Yeah, yeah, man, I've been through I've been through a lot of obstacles, man, because um, as a DJ, um, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, cultural or what are you doing? Roots or lovers rock? You know, some DJs can sing and DJ, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as a DJ, you know, they bring you as a dancehall. When they hear you DJ, when they hear you rap, they automatically, oh, he's a dancehall DJ. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So, so they, they stigmatize it. They, they put a, put a, put a brand on you right there. So I have to, I have to really show them that, look, I am versatile in any way. I can go hardcore. I can go lovers rock. I can do anything. And um, I have to, I have to really, you know, adapt because when I, when I start, when I came here, I was a hardcore dancehall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the nineties, it was just hardcore. And um, when I saw that, it's more rootsy and it's more culture and all that stuff. And you, you can, you can um, be in a bigger market. Then I have to adapt to that. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, obviously, your hard work has paid off. You, you've got to sing uh, at uh, presidential inaugurals now, two of them. Um, yeah. Well, actually, three, yeah. three. You got you got to do for Clinton twice, right? And Obama once. Yes, sir. That that's how did that happen? How did you know? How did you get picked for that? It's just like the band I was working with at the time. You know, um, the management, um, you know, got the connects and um, it, they make it happen. It was a wonderful time for me, though. It was a very, very great experience. Oh my God! Yeah, I can just imagine. You know. Yes, sir. I mean, some people are like, "Yeah, I got to play at South by Southwest." Hell, you got to play for. <laughs> president two presidents yeah definitely uh, that's very very cool you got to do that man Uh, yeah i appreciate it thanks i'll tell you one of the questions sometimes we ask people is you know we'll ask them what do you think has been your like your biggest you know career moment or biggest accomplishment and uh i i'll you know unless you can top that and i'll give you that question i was like well geez i don't know where you can go from you know after presidential inauguration you know but if you've got another one do you anything bigger yeah yeah i'm that's 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 one of the highlights. That's one of the, the that's the biggest one. But to me is um receiving a John Lennon award. Okay, uh, whoa! I, I didn't see that John... anywhere in the bio. Tell me about that. No, I I received it with um a first group. The first group I joined when I when I first came to the United States. Um, BKGB. Mm-hmm. Uh, we received a John Lennon award for a, a song we did. Um, I think it was about Africa. And it was in the top 100 of the John Lennon Award. They gave us an award and everything, man. It was beautiful. But I don't really, you know, I didn't really include that in my, my 
I don't know why I didn't, but, you know, it, that was one of the ones where, you know, I can say it's another one, you know what I mean? And um, performing at the 50th, um, 50th anniversary of, of um, Jamaica for the, the 50th independence or 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. That was another highlight, you know what I'm saying? I get to see um, some of the, I get to visit so many parts of my, my island that I haven't visited when I was a child, you know what I mean? Gotcha. That took so, you around. Yeah, that, that, those three is like, they, 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 they did it for me so far, you know? Yeah, well, um, that that's a good three, man. That's a real good three. Yeah. Jeez, wow. Um, and I know, I know, I got a lot more coming, man. I'm just, I'm just sitting here, just smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, you just started. You ain't quitting. Okay, that's cool. Now yes, you, sir. you, you, right now, you're you're concentrating more on solo art or your solo career, right? Yeah, because you know, um, the reason being is like having a band together, man. It, it's real hard, man, because. Most of these musicians, um, if you don't keep them busy and you're not, you're not a band that keeps playing every day or every week and everything, those guys tend to stay and play with other musicians and everything. So there's no consistency. So what I do now, I'm just focusing on recording my album. And, you know, I still got my band members that I work with, but they got to do what they got to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I, can't, I can't knock a person also. I can't knock nobody also. So they got to do what they got to do. They got a family to see. They got to, you know, they got to take care of themselves. No, makes sense to me. But, I'm the kind of person I don't really want to push myself too much on the on the local scene, and then you're burned out by by when you when you release an album. <laughs> you know what? A lot of people can learn something from you there, right there in that part. A lot of people don't get that. A lot of bands don't. Nah, I can't do that because you, you're selling yourself short. Because if you can play in a in a venue for free, and um, then you're gonna do a big show, and they gotta pay to come to the show. Why would they come and see you at that big show anyway? Right. You know, so you got to make yourself more valuable by taking yourself away from the scene and just do recording, man. Never stop recording, and that's what I'm doing right now. Man, that's uh, wow! Like I said, you 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 are uh, you you nailed it right on the head. A lot of people don't get it, even when it, even without something like a free you know playing a free show before a big show. There's so many people I know, um, or bands I know, and artists I know. Just you know, they'll play one club. And then a week later, they'll play a club that's less than a mile away, and they wonder why nobody showed up at the other club. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, maybe maybe if you make people want you, uh, as yes. opposed to uh, you know, just here, take me all the time. And yes, here's my digital downloads and everything. Are you sick of me yet? Well, great, you'll be sick of me more, and I'll still be wondering why. But you've nailed it right on the head, man. Exactly. I mean, you know, you, you got to make yourself be wanted, man. I mean, you know, when people see you, I've, I've been there, done that, you know. I have bands with when I first when I first um, put Storm together, we were playing like every day of the week all over the states, all over town, and it just reached a point where it was like it wasn't working out because you play all these shows, man, and when you go home, you don't see what you play for. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, take a pause for another break and listen to uh, another song. What are we gonna let people hear this time? Oh, um, they'll keep on loving you. All right. Let's spin this one. Oh, baby girl, I really love you. I really do. I never put no one above you. That's all I want to do. To squeeze out you. I love you forever. I never so let it be. And the man soon I say, you know what I want you. I will keep on loving you. Till the end of time. Be my best friend or my Treasure to see us grow all together. 
it's me can't sleep Enough girl a flirt with me But me just not cheat To live my life without you The DJ can't see Can't see it, can't see it You a wood and never keep a secret And I never tell a lie I'm gonna love you till the day I die Together be forever just you and I And if you should die Soon. Before we go too far into the other questions, because I really want to keep it going, uh, what's the best place for people to keep in touch with you and find out when you will be playing? Um, I'm also used at Riverhead Nation. It's Monsoon Music and Riverhead Nation. Cool, cool. Or uh, they can check my um, Facebook, um, Monsoon Red Vibes or Monsoon Deadwood on um, Facebook. Excellent. Um, I'm revamping my, my website and it's going to be Monsoon Music World when I, when I finish with it. So I'm, I'm getting some things together right now and I'm, I'm working with some other guys which we're going to have um, another brand coming out, which I don't want to say much, but it's going to be huge, you know what I mean? All right, all right. Well, we can, check, we can keep checking up with the sites you just mentioned and so we can yeah. you know, get that information when it does drop, right? Most definitely. Sweet. Now, with the, with the new record you're working on, do you, I'm not going to hold you to the date, but do you have any projected time when you might be releasing it? Um, I'm looking at um, in, in, in May, between May and June, the latest. 
Okay, okay, that's not that's not too long to wait. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm going to take you back now. Uh, I want you to think. Try if you can, if you can try to remember what was the first record you remember like purchasing. The first record I did by myself, I remember I. Yeah, if if you can remember the first one you ever you purchased yourself. Um, the first record I purchased, I think it was um, Bob Marley, um, One Love. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm a Bob Marley addict. I love Bob Marley, man. I mean, I just like, when I'm having a bad day, I just I just tune into Bob and I'm good. <laughs> you know, I, I totally agree with you. It's hard, yeah. hard, to be, uh, hard to be down with that man's music. No, man. It, 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 it's an uplifting spiritual thing with me, with him, man. It's like, Whenever I'm, I'm, I'm having an issue with anything, man, I just put my podcast on or put my, my iTunes on whatever and just, wow, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of times people, you know, they make it kind of cliche or they think it is, but, you know, the uplifting nature and healing power of music is uh, is something that's hard to deny. That's, uh, that's true, man. That's yeah, true. especially, I mean, mind you, I, I think maybe with some music that I, that's still good, I just... I don't see the uplifting nature of, like, say, death metal or anything, but that's just me. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to be like, right. what's about that? <laughs> um, you know, for for the 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 band you were in, Storm, and you know, working on your solo career and everything before that, and even going forward, what do you think uh, has been kind of like the key to your you know longevity so far? And what do you think is going to you know keep you propelling forward? It's um it's the ability to adapt, man. Because you know the music change, the music change ever so often, and you got to adapt to it. You got you got you got to be current. You got to listen what's going on. You got to watch what's going on. You got to go to the parties. You got to go to the clubs. You got to be inclined. Read, you know, you watch YouTube, watch whatever going on. So you can be you can be tuned in to to you know to what's going on in the world, and then you you got to travel. You know, you can't just be one place and be like okay. You got to travel and go out there and rub shoulders with people and see how other people living. And you know, my ability to adapt um, allows me to be, you know, current all the time. Nice, nice. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I think uh, I think a lot of people get uh, stuck in their uh, their city, and uh, you know, even the, even in their own little music scene, and don't go beyond. And and you know, got to got to move it. Got to change it. You got to, man. You got to go out there and, and interact with people. You know, I just got back from Costa Rica and Panama. It was lovely to hear the people over there singing your songs word for word, you know. Mm-hmm. It's an uplifting vibe when you're on the stage and people singing your songs and come and requesting songs from you. I was like, wow. Nice, nice. I think more people do need to travel and get out and, and stretch beyond their comfort zone. You got to do it, man. If you got a message in your music and you got a purpose for your music and you want your music to reach somewhere, the people who cannot come to you, you got to go to them. Well, yeah, but not only that, I mean, you, you can take it to them, but I would imagine that those experiences with the travel helps expand your uh, vision on things and your, your personal experiences are going to influence how and what you write about. Most definitely. Yeah, I think a lot of Most people... Most definitely. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, I'm going to ask, like, you know, with, with this is just the beginning of 2015, and uh, I know you're working on new music and got something else going on. But uh, what do you, what what are your what are your, what are your goals? What do you want to do long range? What are you, what are you thinking about? Um, long range, I'm 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 definitely gonna own my own. I want to run my own record label. Um, I got some some young artists that I'm working with, and I'm you know prepping for the future because I want to be in the managerial and the production part of it. 
I wanna I wanna keep my thing going beyond my ears that you know I can leave my mark in this in this industry and, and this world. Uh, it, it's not just for me. When I do my music, I don't do my music just for me. I do it for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Okay. Well, when you know, you get... so I'm I'm thinking about you know a, man a management um, company and a production company. So I, I you know just talk to the young guys and the, not even guys but the young artists coming on to you know mm -hmm. what they got to do to be successful in the business. Well, I definitely believe that uh, just from what you've accomplished so far, you'll definitely get that done, sir. I, I have no doubt about that at all. And uh, when you get that going and you're representing people, you, you hit me back up and we'll see if we can get some interviews and exposure for them as well, too. And I mean most that sincerely. Well. You know, yeah, man, most definitely. I appreciate it. I definitely want to work with people who, who, who are serious about this business, and you are definitely, definitely serious. Mm -hmm. I can just tell that. I mean, the buyer right. is one thing, but just in talking to you right now. Um, yeah. Wow. I do appreciate it, man. Thanks for that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's trust me, it's, it's refreshing. It's very refreshing. Um, Thank you, sir. Well, look, before we wrap everything up here, uh, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? I just want to say um, thank you for supporting me for so many years. And if you're just, you know, getting to know man soon, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And um, you can just check out my website, Mansoon Deadwood Vibes, and, and Facebook, and um, Reverb Nation. Just keep on supporting my music. Uh, music is life and life is music. And when my album drops on this year, I want every one of you, every one of you out there, make sure you get a copy. Because we're going to do big things. Yum on. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right. Hey, uh, everybody out there, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. My guest has been Monsoon. Thank you again, sir, for taking time to do this. Uh, I do appreciate it, Mr. Sean. God bless you, man. Well, God bless you. Until next time, everybody. Uh, Make sure you tune back in for more great music and more great artists and bands like Monsoon. Until next time. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries. <laughs>